0: Down to business with Bobby Kerr, brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. And this week on the executive chair, I'm delighted to welcome uh, Dave Murphy. He's, he's the CEO of the PM Group. Dave, you're very welcome to the program.
1: Thanks, Bobby. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. Now, I spoke about your uh, your results of the PM group because uh, I was very impressed with them in the papers, when I was reviewing the papers last week, so we decided to uh, have you in. But we want to know a little bit about the man behind the business, if we if we, if we could, Dave. Um, you grew up in Bear Island or Castletown Bear?
1: In Bear Island, uh, Bobby. Right. Yeah, what a beautiful I, I, I place. I believe you know it. <laughs> what a beautiful place. Yeah. And tell I'm us. Actually the, looking, I'm actually looking at it right now across the water. So uh, it's okay. a beautiful day down here.
0: Tell us about uh, life growing up on Bear Island, uh, your early days. And I know you studied uh, uh, chemical engineering in in uh, Cork RTC, which is now the uh, Munster Technical University. But those early days in Bear Island, what was it like growing up
1: there? Well, it, it was so different, uh, I guess, to, to life nowadays. You know, you're talking about the 1970s. Um, I'm 59 now, so it's a, yeah. it's a long time ago. But it, life was very simple back then. You know, a typical rural uh, area, you know, with, with uh, small farming. Um, uh, my mother was a teacher in, in the local school. My father was a boat builder. So... Um, Wow, um, i would uh, five, uh, six brothers, uh, brothers and sisters. So it was a very, very simple. A big simple family, life. though,
0: and and yeah. so your first job, then I think after, after uh, coming out at Cork R- RTC, you were the assistant production manager in. Is it Pl- Plasto? Plasto, uh,
1: Plasto, yeah. Plasto,
0: yeah. So they're now, Viatrix uh, Pharmato- Pharmaceuticals.
1: Yeah, a place that was a small uh, contract manufacturer um, at the time making a lot of fine chemicals uh, and chemical active pharmaceutical ingredient products, mostly for the pharma industry locally uh, in Ireland. So um, they were, if if you like, part of the supply chain, I suppose we'd we'd call them now. Um, And they ended up being acquired, uh, they started making a lot of products for Warner Lambert and they ended up being acquired by Warner Lambert, who subsequently were acquired by Pfizer. And then they were uh, part of the demerger uh, to there a couple of years ago. Okay, but th- that site is still a, a very, a very vibrant, active uh, uh, site.
0: So you 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 look at it with fond memories, but you've been what is it, thirty three years, uh, years in the yeah. in the PM group. So you better tell us a bit about the PM group. Uh, you're employing over three and a half thousand people. Um, uh, your employee-owned, which I want to talk about in a second, but give us a a high-level synopsis of the PM Group. Fascinating business. It
1: it, it is, Bobby, and and um, I guess uh, I thought you had a very good analysis of it in your commentary last Saturday. I mean, we're downstream, as as John i put it, of the the multinationals, both here in Ireland and internationally, and and I suppose it's increasingly internationally less than half our business. Even though it's very, very active, is is here on the island of Ireland. Um, but we work, I suppose, for across a, a number of sectors. But I suppose the main sector we work in is the pharmaceutical sector. It's about yeah. 60 percent of our business. So we work for all the big the big players here: Johnson and Johnson, Merck Sharp and Dome, Pfizer, Lilly, uh, and so on. Right. And and what we do for them, Bobby, is we deliver capital projects, and that's from you know. B- b- very small projects, 50, 100,000 on, on the sites to, uh, you know, projects that are 300, 400, 500 uh, million euros in capital value and, and bigger. Um, so okay. we're in, end-to-end project delivery specialists, I suppose.
0: So with that breadth of capital projects, then you then obviously employ architects, engineers. So the, the, the amount of disciplines... Required in your business to fulfil those projects is quite significant.
1: It is. We, you know, we employ, employ everything exactly: architects, engineers, quantity surveyors, cost managers, uh, mm-hmm. and increasingly a lot of uh, people with digital skills, data scientists, data analytics, right. and, you know, sp- specialists in commissioning, qualifying, you know, plants and starting them up. So it's it's uh, you know the full end-to-end spectrum. Every every engineering discipline uh, you can think of. Uh, project managers, construction managers, the the, the full range.
0: And Dave, can I ask you, you know, obviously you bid for jobs and you're part of competitive tender processes and all that, but how important is reputation in your business? Like if you're delivering a project, you know, how much new work would you say you get from basically referrals, human referrals, saying the PM group did this for us, they did an excellent job, they came in on time on budget, and how much new work does that lead to?
1: It's a a very good point, uh, Bobby, and and you're dead right. I mean, the majority of our work would actually come from... um track record and referrals like you look like it's a company like um pfizer or johnson and johnson or, or mark sharp and dome here we've been working for those companies continuously for 30 35 40 yeah. years with you know and you're only it's, it's it's like sport you're only as good as your last match you're only or as catering as good as your last or catering
0: your last meal yeah That's <laughs> in my case yeah
1: yeah um, so it's, a, it's a, it, like you we were talking about tendering there over the last couple of years, because the industry has been so busy in, increasingly companies have been coming to us on a, a sole source basis and negotiating. Can you give us the right team? Can you give us the right uh, commercials? And the, the, the project is negotiated on that basis rather than competitively tendered and yeah. it can save a lot of time yeah. uh, for clients.
0: Um, a couple of things i wanted to ask you about the business now you're a private company but you report your results publicly every year why why do you do that
1: we do it for a couple of reasons i guess one it's i suppose a, a, the biggest challenge for us is is people and uh, attracting people into the company so it's it's probably the one time in the year we put our head above the parapet and and, uh, and we're able to go out and, and tell people you know how well the company is doing and that we hopefully acts somewhat as a A magnet for talent and it gives us a bit of a bit bit of profile in the marketplace Um, and that's probably the main reason
0: okay um, and can
1: i ask then about the
0: employee ownership model um yeah it's it's a it's a it's an interesting innovation particularly in a time when you want to attract and retain good people
1: it is, and, and it's it's somewhat unique in, in an Irish context. Um, I guess we started down the journey of employee ownership, you know, 22 years ago when at that stage the company was very tightly held with the majority of the, the shares were held by, you know, probably 10 people. And we started with an APSS scheme here in Ireland and... Uh, uh, that was very successful. So I, I, I have a copy of the old share register. I think there was fifty sh- shareholders in in nineteen ninety nine, and is over twelve hundred now today. Right. And it's quite distributed, you know. And we we started to roll it out internationally in the last five or six years, um, which has been great as well, and and is something different. But I, I, I'm a huge fan of it. I have to say, um, I've been a shareholder since the, the late nineteen nineties myself, and. I think there's there's a great sense of achievement, collective achievement when, you know, we're all shareholders together. We all benefit when the company does well and when times are bad as they were 10 years ago, you know, we all, I suppose, uh, uh, take the pain uh, together. Uh, and,
0: and, and, and is there more. is yeah. there any downside to that, Dave, in terms of complexity, in terms of, you know, a, a complex ownership model that may not be what's required down the road, or, or have you made provision for that?
1: We, I think we've made provision for that. We've, we've been doing a piece of work, actually, over the last 12 months with PwC, looking at the whole future ownership uh, of the company. But, I mean, we've been through a couple of cycles, a couple of generational changes of ownership, and we've managed that transition very success, successfully from generation to generation. So I think it has a, a great future. Um, but, but you have to work very hard. <laughs> like yeah. It doesn't just happen by itself. You've got you to gotta put the effort in each year to communicate people what the benefits are uh, of, of employee ownership. And, you know, to an extent, you have to sell it to, to staff. It is optional for everybody. Um, But, um, you know, our shareholders over the last uh, number of years have done done very well. They they see share price uh, appreciation and they also get paid a a generous dividend each year from the profits. So it acts as an inherent an inherent motivation when the business does well.
0: Yeah. And there's a market then, which is important. I suppose if you're an employee, that's the most important thing, that there's a market uh, if you wanted to sell or to get out at any stage.
1: Yeah, we have a once a once a year market, and the company uh, and the board underwrite that market. So, <laughs> to the extent that there's a surplus in a given year, uh, the company will underwrite the, the, the buyback, and those shares are put into an employee benefit trust, okay. and they're available then for for next year's market or future markets. All
0: right. Well, look, it's been great catching up with you. I envy you down there uh, <laughs> on on the Bear Peninsula doing your work and looking out across the sea. Uh, hopefully, I'll get down there again soon. But that's Dave Murphy, uh, CEO. Of the PM Group. Thanks for joining
1: us this morning. Thanks very much.
0: Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.